Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Pastor Fidel Nyekuri. Pastor Fidel is the Associate Pastor at Grace Point Church. Hello and welcome again to Tafakari Tuesday. Uh, here we grow together in thinking like Christians, thinking like believers. Today, as we start off this, um, I know if you are like me, there are things that give you sleepless nights when you think about them. Uh, these things occupy your entire day. Perhaps it's a very important decision that you need to make or you are in the middle of a transition while you're preparing for a new assignment or even relocating to another place. These things will not only occupy your mind, but they will affect what you do in the present. Or think about when you uh, start dating or those who are married when you started dating and, and eventually you got married. And I know that changed everything about you. Or if you are in that process, it is changing everything about you. Looking for a new house to settle in, you know, budgeting for money. If you were never used to budgeting, now thinking about budgeting becomes a norm for you. If you're a man, you start definitely thinking how your wardrobe will change. There'll be an overhaul and those clothes that are your favorite start disappearing one by one, one by one, never to be seen again. Or think about when you expect your first child. Oh, that will occupy your mind through and through. It will change everything about you. Preparing for the baby room. Well, the baby will be sleeping. Thinking about names. And even wondering whether you're going to make good parents. The thing is, we think about those things that matter to us and they affect us. I don't think, for example, how I need to learn survival tactics when I'm faced with a polar bear. I mean, there are no, none around us, around me, here where I am. Or if you're a bit older, those days we used to have T9s. That's not, that's not a worry I think about today because they're simply not there. You see, the thing is, those things that really matter, they concern me and I'm sure they concern you and they occupy your every space. We as believers, there are things that matter for us. There are things that we need to be thinking about. Here is what Paul says in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Paul says in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Paul is giving us some things that we need to think about. Things that should occupy our minds, things that we'll be setting our minds on as believers because they matter for our soul. Paul is concluding his letter and now zeroes in on one thing that he wants the believers to do in order for them, as he says in uh, uh, verse 1 of chapter 4, to stand in their faith and so they can conduct themselves towards each other in a manner befitting of the gospel. He says, after listing all these things, think about these things. Let's see each one of them one by one. First, what is true, whatever is true, whatsoever is true. God's people are to think of that which is the true in all of life. 
Of course, we know as believers God's word is the truth. It is in God's word where we find the truth. But think about the truth about everything, the truth in reference to God himself, who he is, his attributes, his nature, his character. Think about God being love, you know, being kind, just, and also being jealousy, being a God who is wrathful, being a God who punishes sin. Or think of the truth about man. How are we made? Who are we? Why do we exist? Or the rest of creation. How are they how did they how did the rest of creation come to be? And how does it relate to man? Or the thing the truth about the church and the world and the relationship between the two, the church, the world. How about yourself and other people? True true in all of life. You know, we live in a world where many are investing in lies. And that is all they focus on. No wonder the thing for us, we need to think about the truth. Because the truth forms the foundation. It forms the basis for how even we relate with other things. If we live a lie, then everything about us and life will be a lie. This time of the year, throughout the world, people are celebrating what they call the Pride Month. Now, sort of really a flagship program to, you know, sensitize and encourage this vile that is of homosexuality, LGBTQ, plus, plus. But the reality is, as we read in Romans chapter 1, they have exchanged the lie, they have exchanged the truth about God for a lie. People are living a lie. We believers are not to follow in the same lies. We are to counter this by thinking on the truth, and so we live in the truth. Whatever is true, think on that. And number two is what is honorable. That which is to be venerated, that which is to be revered, that which heshima. So to say, you know, not that which you know is slanderous or that which causes slander, not malice, not unfaithfulness, not that which is not worthy of anything, but that which is honorable. Think of that, that which is noble, that which befits his position. I know in Kenya we call our wabunge, our members of parliament, politicians, honorable. But they are far, they are the opposite of exactly what honorable is. Because of their character, because of what they do, because of how they live. Here's what Paul is telling us, we need to think of that which is honorable, that which deserves honor, that which deserves respect. And think about that. Think about that. Another thing, number three, is that which is right, that which is just. Think about that which is just, that which is right. The things that accord with the, 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 the eternal, eternal moral correctness. You see, sometimes we think we can just shape and fashion our own virtue or morality. But the reality is, as we live in this world, there's a moral code, there's a moral correctness. Uh, an unchanging rectitude that has put in place in God's creation by God himself. And we need to think about that which is in accordance with that which is eternally correct, morally, before God. And the truth is this does not depend on legislation because different governments legislate things that are contrary to what is just, to what is right. We need to think about that which is right and just. 
and as has been revealed by God himself in his word. A good example of what James says in chapter 1 verse 27. James chapter 1 verse 27. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. God's people, we need to think about matters of justice, matters of those who are weak in the society, those who are vulnerable, those who need our help. Those are, those are the things we need to think about. Not just ourselves being inward looking, but thinking, how can we be a blessing to those others around us? Seeing just how much we have received from God our Father through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. The next thing is that which is pure. You see, the world is tainted so much. The world is corrupt. The world is full of sports. But as believers, we need to think of that which is not tainted, not corrupt. Paul is saying what uh, we think on whatever is pure, that which has transparency in it, with no ill motives whatsoever, that which leaves no blot on your conscience, that which leaves no spot or stain to your character. That is what we need to think about. And today in a world which is so full of movies and a series being churned out every second, as we consume all these things, ask yourself, how are they leaving you? Are they pure? Are they leaving your conscience clean? Or are they, they, are, they are putting a blot on your conscience? You know, in a world that has been overly sexualized, what are we thinking about? Do we flow with what the world is thinking? Brothers and sisters, the challenge is let's think on that which is pure. Pure in every sense, be it on sex, on how we relate with other people, in the making of money and in how we conduct our business. That as we do that, it doesn't leave any blot on our consciences. Whatever is lovely, that's the next thing. Whatever is lovely. Um, if you're like me, you appreciate a wonderful piece of art. That painting that has been done, the coordination, the combination of the colors is just to the point. You know, you can see the theme, you can see the tone and the feel of that piece of art. Everything comes just to life. Or think about nature, the trees and the birds, or even the night sky, clear night sky. A wonderful music, the arrangement, the melody, and the lyrics. Oh, it's a lovely thing. It's a lovely thing. Or a wonderful piece of engineering, the detail, the piece of thinking, the amount of thinking that went into such. You see, good things, lovely things, really are things that should occupy our thoughts. And it doesn't just mean the physical, but there's a lot of lovely things that when we think about our God and what he has created that are there for us to think about. The problem is many times we focus on the bad, on the ugly. We consume politics, who has betrayed who. We focus on the news that is being reported, all negative. All the news headlines negative, nothing positive. It all goes from bad to ugly to ugliest, from bad to worst, to the worst. 
He is our challenge that we need to think on that which is lovely. The next is that which is commendable. Commendable, that which is worthy of praise. It has a good report. It's well spoken of. You know, I love it when someone recommends uh, something to me, be it uh, a movie to watch. It says, oh, this is lovely. It has a nice plot. It's just well executed and everything. I normally can't wait to see that. Or a nice book, you know, tells, oh, this is something. You, need, you just need to read this book. You need to read this book. I know sometimes uh, I see something that is really good according to me and I recommend it to someone and they don't think it's good. It's okay, it's okay. But I think when we look at the Word of God, when we look at the world around us, there's a lot that is commendable. There's a lot that is of good report. We need to think about such things. Read biographies of those who've gone before us and left a legacy, those who have served God faithfully, those who have stood the test of time and have stood firm in their faith. Think of places you can visit as you appreciate all that God has done, the beauty of his creation. And when you think about his word, what do we see that is worthy of praise? We can behold our Savior, who alone is to be praised, who came and gave everything for us, and who is preparing a place for us and is coming back for us again. Him alone deserves our praise. Him alone deserves our commendation. And then finally says, that which is excellent, worthy of praise. That which is excellent and worthy of praise. This kind of a summary of what he has said already. If In case he's forgotten anything on the list, he said, okay, remember that which is excellent, morally excellent, that which deserves the highest approval and recommendation, worthy of praise. Think about these things. You see, we can focus on that which is not excellent. We can easily do that. We can easily focus on that which is not anywhere near of approval. But here's the challenge for us believers to focus on that which is morally excellent, that which deserves approval. The believers in Philippi were to ponder on these things. They were to think on these things as those of the utmost highest importance for them and they had as those who had immediate uh, or those things that have immediate benefit to them it is the same for us to think of these things that paul has told us here as those that are really of highest importance and that benefit us in the here now and in the here and now as we live we need to focus on these things for they will do good to us and this matters this matters a lot because when you look at chapter 4 of the same book we've read, at the beginning there in verse 2, he, he asked the believers to, you know, to speak to the likes of Yudia and St. Eki, that they be, they be entreated to agree in the Lord. Why? You know, perhaps because they were not thinking right. They were not thinking right. If we think right, if we have pure thought, if we think on what is honorable, then yes, we'll treat others right and we'll agree in the Lord. Or think about when he says in verse 4, rejoice in the Lord, uh, uh, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. 
You see, our joy, our rejoicing in the Lord is not dependent on the circumstances, but on the truth that we have, on what we put our minds on. Or he says, do not be anxious about anything. In verse 6, anxiety comes in as a result of setting our minds on that which is beyond our control or on that which is just going wrong. Sometimes the medicine is just thinking on that which is really commendable, thinking on that which is lovely, that which is pure, that which is true. And that may be just the antidote we need for our anxiety. Or think about what she says in verse 7 and verse 9, peace that surpasses understanding. You see, lack of peace normally is as a result of what we are thinking about. And here are things that we need to think about, and it will be for our peace. Brothers and sisters, here then are the things we need to keep thinking about, that our Christian thought life would grow day in, day out, so that in the end, our relationship with, with others will become better, our joy in the Lord will grow more and more, our anxiety levels will come down, and our peace shall grow. Lord, we thank you. Help us indeed to grow in thinking about these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if there's any question, if there's any comment, feel free to put that in the comment section or record a voice note uh, in whichever app you're listening to and you can send and we can keep engaging. Thank you so much. Until next time, see you then. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Grispoint Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again tomorrow for a new episode. Goodbye.